Section 8 of Slave Narratives, a folk history of slavery in the United States from interviews with former slaves. Volume 11, North Carolina Narratives, Part 1. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Rennell. Slave Narratives, a folk history of slavery in the United States from interviews with former slaves. Volume 11, North Carolina Narratives, Part 1, by Various. Jane Arrington, 84 years old, 302 Fowl Street, Raleigh, North Carolina. I ought to be able to tell something, because I was 12 years old when they had to surrender right up here in Raleigh. If I live to see this coming December, I will be 85 years old. I was born on the 18th of December, 1852. I belong to Jackson May of Nash County. I was born on a plantation near Tar River. Jackson May never married until I was of a great big girl. He owned a lot of slaves. There were 80 on the plantation before the surrender. He married Miss Becky Wilder, sister of Sam Wilder. The Wilders lived on the Jenin plantation to where I was born. Jackson May had so many niggas he let Billy Williams, who had a plantation nearby, have part of them. Master Jackson, he raised my father and bought my mother. My mother was named Louisa May, and my father was named Louis May. My mother had six childrens, four boys and two girls. The boys were Richard, Pharaoh, Caesar, and Fenner. The girls, Rose and Jane. Jane, that's me. We lived in log houses with stick and dirt chimneys. They called them the slave houses. We had chicken feather beds to sleep on and the houses was good, warm, comfortable log houses. We had plenty of cover and feather pillows. My grandmother on my mother's side told me a lot of stories about haints and how people run from them. They told me about slaves that had been killed by their masters coming back and worrying them. Old Mrs. Penny Williams, before Jackson May bought mother, treated some of the slaves mighty bad. She died and didn't come back and nearly scared the slaves to death. Grandmother told all we children she seed her and knowed her after she'd been dead and come back. John May, a slave, was beat to death by Bill Stone and Oliver May. Oliver May was Junius May's son. Junius May was Jackson May's uncle. John May come back and worried both of them. They could hardly sleep out of that. They said they could hear him hollering and groaning most all the time. These white men would groan in their sleep and tell John to go away. They would say, go away, John, please, go away. The other slaves was afraid of him because the ghost of John worried him so bad. I worked on the farm cutting corn stalks and tending the cattle in slavery town. Sometimes I swept the yards. I never got any money for my work, and we didn't have any patches. My brothers caught possums, coons, and sick things, and we cooked them in our houses. We had no parties, but we had quiltings. We went to the white folks' church, Peachtree Church, six miles from the plantation and Pope Lars Springs Church seven miles away. Both were missionary Baptist churches. There were no overseers on Jackson May's plantation. He wouldn't have never one. Billy Williams didn't have none. They had color slave foremen. After working all day, there was a tusk of cotton to be picked and spun by him. This was two ounces of cotton. Some of the slaves run away from Bill Williams and Master Jackson May let them have them to work. They run away and come home. Aunt Cheney run away and Mother run away. Master Jackson May kept them hid because he said they was not treated right. He wouldn't let him have him back no more. I never saw a grown slave whooped or in chains, and I never saw a slave sold.
Jackson May would not sell a slave. He didn't think it right. He kept them together. He had 80 head. He would let other white people have them to work for him sometimes, but he would not sell none of them. If they caught a slave with a book, you know the men and whooping. But the white children cheat slaves secretly sometimes. Old man Jake Rice, a slave who belonged to John Rice in Nash County, was teached by old John Rice's son till he had a pretty good amount of learning. We did not have prayer meeting at Marcel's plantation or anywhere. Marcel would not allow that. When I was a child, we played the games of three-handed reels. Old Grey Goose, all little gal, all little gal, all little gal remember me. We took hold of hands and run round as we sang this song. We sang Old Dan Tucker, getting out the way, Old Dan Tucker, 16 houses in one stable. One jumped out and skinned his navel and so on. Dr. Mann and Dr. Sid and Dr. Feeman and Dr. Matthews looked out at us when we were sick. Mother and the other grown folks raised herbs that they gave us too. Chillin' took a lot of salts. Jackson May was too rich to go to war. Billy Williams didn't go. Too rich too, I reckons. I remember when they said niggas had to be free. The paper said if they could not be freedom by good men, there would be freedom by blood. They fighted and kept on fighting a long time. Then the Yankees come. I heard them beat the drum. Marster told us we was free, but mother and father stayed with Marster. He promised them something, but he gave them nothing. When the crop was housed, they left. Father and mother went to Henstallen's plantation and stayed there one year. Then they went to Jim Webb's farm. I don't remember how long they stayed there, but around two years. They moved about and about among the white folks till they died. They never owned any property. They've been dead about 30 years. I married Sidney Arrington. He has been dead six years last September. I'm unable to do any kind of work. My arm is mighty weak. I know slavery was a bad thing. I don't have to think anything about it. Abraham Lincoln was the first of us being free. I think he was a man of God. I think Roosevelt is an all right man. I belongs to the Pentecostal Holiness Church. End of section eight.